You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Man, Larry, I just I just got excited because not only are we getting the uh, the Lions Rams dream matchup, you also yes. reminded me about Heidi Ho, which I had just completely forgotten about. I, it's my new greeting for 2024. I forgot about it. You reminded me, and I just can't stop smiling now. How did you forget? And you should have been utilizing it uh, ever since we first talked about it. it it's yeah. it's our, our pre-show uh, warm-up. Uh, <laughs> and and um, um, since we get to extend uh, into the playoffs, I'm hoping that somehow it catches on uh, with the Ram Nation. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how. Chanting Heidi Ho on, on all the visiting fields that we'll be playing on in the playoffs, right? Heidi Ho, go Rams go. I mean, hey! there's, it's sitting right there. Uh, yes. Wow, that's it. Uh, we could just sign off. That's it. Podcast yep. done for the day. All right. <laughs> I'm Here's Kevin Schott. Hashtag. That's right. Larry, Morgan. Larry Morgan. Heidi Ho, go Rams go. Uh, Rams, <laughs> man, what a great day. Uh, Rams beat the Niners somehow, uh, which was great. I mean, look, somehow they neither had their A team on the field, but right. it didn't look like we were going to win that game. And then we came back. Uh, Carson Wentz can be our new running back, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he, just, he went out there and he just decided he was just going to, you know, beat himself up. There are so many things about this game that, that kind of could have been a garbage game, except there were a number of things uh, w- with uh, implications as to, you know, what comes next, as well as, I mean, there was, there were so many things that were kind of important. One, I think just the idea of, of beating the Niners yeah, which is uh, a team we may have to face again in the play. I mean, if things continue, you know, if if both teams go and start winning, <laughs> they will yeah. face each other again. Um, so it's I think it's important even just to kind of have that psychological thing of we went up to Levi's Stadium and played a tight game and uh, the defense so stepped tight. up. Tight as in like cool and fresh and dope. That was a tight. Yeah, that's right. That's what I meant, because that's what I say when I say, you know me, I keep things tight. Uh, I got I got the riz to do that. Um, (laughs) Coming for a guy who said hi a minute ago. Um, So between that, uh, also, it's just so nice to see 10 wins on on the uh, on the, you know, the regular season win column. Uh, they they threw up a stat earlier that was just remarkable to me, and and it shouldn't be because we've lived through it. But the the team started three and six. Yeah, we lost uh, Stafford for a couple of critical games. 
we, we, you and I were both, you know, trying to stay as positive as possible, but it really took exactly what happened, which is just getting everybody back, back on track. It's one thing about sports that can be very inspiring. Uh, All in all, it's just a silly game when it comes down to it. But when it can teach you about both resilience and uh, uh, determination, those are the things that this team showed in terms of we're not giving up, we're going to get back. And and then to go, I was going to say six and one, seven and one to finish out what was looking like a, a mediocre season for a while and to do it in uh, an opposing uh, stadium. And then with the idea that just, just again, psychologically not having to be the seven seed uh, yep. playing the Cowboys, whatever, that's a thing. But uh, now we've got this great story and haven't even touched on accomplishing a major record for maybe one of the coolest guys in the NFL and one of the greatest stories in the NFL this season who just happens to be ours. That was f- out of all of it. If we, if we get the chance to just gush over Puka Nakua setting two records in one game in a game he didn't need to be playing in, but clearly wanted to and got to enjoy it with his mom is just like, Oh yeah, go Kevin, go gush, go ahead. Just, just beautiful. I mean, gosh, I, you know, the, the big, the storyline after the Rams like won the Super Bowl was we don't have any draft picks for years and years and years. And here we get this kid Puka Nakua in, in these quote unquote, like low draft numbers that we have. And he ends up being uh, a star in his first year, rookie of the year. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. It was, it was na- like nail biting and nerve wracking and annoying a little bit, watching him try to get that last reception in those yards to, to get the record. But then he finally does it, gets the hug from his mom. Who's there. Um, he, you know, they said it best during the broadcast. Like the kid always has a smile on his face. Even, even they noticed that even in his mask, you know, you can only see his eyes and he, even his eyes are always smiling. It's, you know, I, re- I actually really admire what you said, Larry, about just the story of sports um, and, you know, resiliency and never giving up. And on top of it, we got a guy who goes out and looks like he's having fun every day. Yes. And yes. that is that is why I like sports when I, you know, I get I get getting enthusiastic and getting getting gritty and getting aggressive. But man, if, if somebody's having fun while they're winning, I mean, uh, it's uh, it's just a, it's a joy to watch. I mean, Puka has been a joy to watch and it's going to be so cool to see him play in a playoff game in his first, uh, hopefully multiple playoff games. But we got at least one ahead of us. Yeah. So he set two records today. It took uh, a few yards and a couple of catches to do it. And since everybody in the entire Levi Stadium knew where the ball was going to be trying to go to, it was yeah. it made it very tough. And he played way too far into the game for everybody else's taste. But um, he set rookie uh, records for uh, number of receptions and receiving yards in the same game. And then you literally could see Sean McVay on the sideline the moment that happened. He didn't even he pumped his fist once, I think. And then he was just saying on the on the microphone, get him out, 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 get him out. Yep. Yep. Like bubble wrap. Like Puka wasn't already thinking about that. You know, it's just like, get me out of here. I'm getting beat up on this. And um uh, oh, oh, what else? Oh, so here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that kind of day, where do you think he stands in relation to the rookie of the year possibilities, which uh, it, it, he's going up against a guy who also did an amazing job and also 
typically if if rookie quarterbacks have a great year, CJ Stroud with the Houston Texans who have they have had a remarkable turnaround and he's been probably the biggest focus of that. I I have to feel like quarterbacks tend to get the edge, but setting yeah. these two records is something, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, any, and the any thoughts got, on that? Well, the Texans got into the playoffs today. You know, right. they had to they had to win to get in. So that's a, that's a huge story. CJ Stroud, you know, taking over after a, a you know, pretty terrible story from their past from the Texans past quarterback creates a creates a great storyline for for that team. Um, I, you know, it's hard to say because my bias obviously is for the Rams. The, the noise that I've been hearing around the league has been puka puka puka. Yeah. Um, you know, the records, maybe there's an L.A. bias. Maybe that sort of like that might play to Puka's advantage. Um, you know, I'm going to root for Puka. But yeah, yeah. it's going to be a close race. I, I think Puka wins it. I think he wins it. I just think he's too likable to, to, to not get yeah, the, enough votes to make it happen. Like, he's just got such pure joy when he's out there. Uh, by the way, uh, as long as we're talking about rookies, one thing that gets a little overlooked because it's just not as sexy as a position. But uh, as you said, Puka was a, a fifth round pick, right, for the Rams mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. year where we, I mean, oh, boy, if considering how hindered we were in terms of how far down in the draft we were, to to have uh, the the names that we got do the jobs that they've done in yeah. this season and to get a superstar similar to the way Cooper Cup kind yeah. of came into his own and the fact that we have them both but I, I did want to mention uh, and it, and it kind of got brought up after last week's game in fact that touchdown the near touchdown that Puka Nakua had when he had that catch. Uh, last week against the Giants and was running racing yeah. down the sideline and just barely missed getting into the end zone. Uh, who who else? They, they had him mic'd. Uh, Steve Avila, who oh, yeah. uh, was the Rams' uh, first pick of the draft in the third round. Yep. Uh, we should say Avila's been starting. I mean, yeah. he he's Every a freaking kid, and he came in and he's so again. They did a great job with the picks they got. But Avila is running down the field like a kid, yeah. screaming at like, woo-hoo, woo-hoo, like, like literally like a child at Puka to get into the end zone. Yeah. And he like even, a- later they have him mic'd on the sideline. And he's going, I sounded like I was a little kid out there. I was, and he, and he mocked himself. For even going, he knew it. Even he knew it. A, th- a 333 pound uh, little kid running down the field, yeah. which is going to be a terrifying sight to see. But the, he's another guy who kind of reminds me of Puka. Always yeah. smiling, always Pure positive, yep. and they're and they're both rookies and kind of part of a, a core that's going to keep uh, keep hopefully stick around and keep growing for the Rams. Uh, yeah. It's it's I really exciting. I love this team. I love this team. Kyron Williams doing yes. what he's doing. Demarcus Robinson, who uh, is is salvaging a career because of stepping in and and making some big plays. Honey Thunder, um, Honey Thunder, if you recall. Every time he gets the ball, I'm like, Honey Thunder, yeah! Which yeah. Nobody, nobody calls him still, but Is I it do. not catching on yet? It's, it's shocking to me. <laughs> shocking to me that's not catching on. Uh, I, I, I have grown to love this group of players. It's exactly kind of what you want from a team that that outside of its superstars, which are, are obvious, you start to get these other key pieces who just are do an awesome job. And Aaron Donald who uh, is going to another Pro Bowl based mm-hmm. purely upon the fact that it, uh, it, uh, he gets triple teamed. Not exactly. because of any, like, he's not had a major statistical year, but it's freed other guys up to, you know, 
step their game up and be able to get the and he doesn't complain about that he's perfectly mm-hmm. fine with that and everybody still uh contends that he may be the greatest who's ever played at that position just for the very fact that people have to focus on him so just when you kind of start to tick it all off if you uh, uh include everybody but uh the kicker um oh we, god we had to go I there even, i don't even want to i don't want to we, we no. might have to. I think we have to. I think we have to. We have to live in well, reality. We are the perennial Pollyannas of podcasting, but uh-huh. uh, but we do have to live in reality from time to time. And man, we do not have a person who knows how to kick a, a ball through those little yeah. uh, through those through those goalposts. Um, and I and I don't know what the remedy. I mean, what can you do going into the playoffs? You have you have missed a window for any. Obviously, you can't make any any changes or trades. I, I, the only thing you can do is maybe can you. Going to the playoffs, pulling somebody off waiver. I can't. I don't know what the rules are. I, I, and, I, and, is, and would there be anybody yeah. even available on a practice team anywhere? Uh, I mean, so they would have already pulled the trigger if there was anyone yeah. kind of worthwhile available. They cut Haversick. I didn't know that they cut him on New Year's Day, so he's not even on in on yeah, the Maher, roster anymore. Mar was and, back. Myers back and missed the extra point. And I just, yeah. you know, and uh, McVeigh admit, did admit that uh, he has changed his play calls based on, you know, not having it, you know, going forward on fourth down. Maybe that weirdly plays to our advantage in the playoffs. Maybe some big fourth and three comes up and we go for it and uh, and it leads to a touchdown where it would have been three points normally, you know. And you might um, see more plays drawn up for two point conversions just to, yes. you know, try and, it, it, especially early in a game, if, if, you have the chance to go, to go for two and you think you can pull it off and you, and you drop the plays properly and you have, you know, some momentum, then I, that might be a consideration too. And something like that has, does not help a kicker's confidence when they're, no, when they're no. on the sideline normally would be going in just to kind of boot a gimme for an yeah. extra point. And is Oh, they're going for two again. Okay. Well, I'll just, I'll just be, I'll just be over here. If you guys just, need me. We got my jersey on. If you, uh, yeah, I'm still part of this team. There's my jersey. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, my key card still works. Uh, I was so watching yeah. one of the early games. Uh, God, what was it now? I can't even remember what it was. But there were there were missed extra points in that game too. And I'm kind of like, man, this is. I know they moved it back in recent years, but um, you know, it's not a problem that's that's just isolated to the Rams. Uh, well, remember last week? I mean, against the Giants, but both yeah. teams had 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 missed everything. And the Niners <laughs> kicker was, missed uh, Moody, right? He hadn't missed. Yes, the, he, they said he he hadn't missed a field goal or an extra point. All all he hadn't missed an extra point he was all solid. year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. look, I, I, they made a point as, during this game that going into the playoffs, you know, you're you're playing teams with similar. Uh, you know, you're, you're 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 going you're you're playing against teams who have a lot to play for in the playoffs and are also generally evenly matched. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. So yeah. uh, those extra points, special teams, those are going to be critical things uh, going into the playoffs. And that's something that they have to really consider. And like to your point, you know, calling plays differently, going for fourth down more often, no matter what the what the field position is. 